Hey friends, welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain. Good to have you with me again on our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming life's everyday challenges. And it has challenges and it needs great, healthy, happy, humble, hungry leaders. And uh, that's why we're here together today. And uh, thank you for listening to episode 179. Today's topic is grow your future. Grow your future. If you want to know more about me, check out LanceBain.com. L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. There are a lot of resources there. You can interact with me. You can also find the multiple places where this podcast is available. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for leaving a review. And thank you for uh, passing this along with uh, to your friends and your other fellow leaders. So grow your future. What do we mean by that? Is that some kind of new age idea? What are you talking about, Lance? Grow your future. Well, I was scrolling through Instagram the other day and uh, checking out the people I follow and what are they posting and what's going on. And I come across uh, someone I follow on Instagram as Entree Leadership, E-N-T-R-E, Leadership. It's all one word, E-N-T-R-E, and then the word leadership, all one word, Entree Leadership. And I think it's connected to maybe Dave Ramsey's organization. But the quote is by Dave Ramsey. When I read it, I thought, oh, man, that's so good. I want to talk about that. I want to I sort of dig into that and explore the quote. So what is the quote about growing your future? Dave says, you will harvest what you plant. So plant intentionally. Plant good habits, good values, good work, good decisions. You decide. So that's the context for today's podcast, 179, Grow Your Future. You know what I love about this? Grow your future is it requires some personal responsibility. It doesn't allow or doesn't make room for whatever it is we're going to harvest in our leadership. It's just out there on everyone else. No, where's personal responsibility, personal accountability, personal growth, personal development, you know, personally investing energy, time, knowledge, reading, uh, priority. I just, I really... <laughs> I really, really love how personal the nature of this quote is. Let me give it to you again. You will harvest what you plant. So plant intentionally. Plant good habits, good values, good work, good decisions. You decide. I love that. appreciate Dave Ramsey giving us that quote. So grow your future. Well, let's talk about you will harvest what you plant, plant intentionally. I was uh, also scrolling through social media the other day, and I came across a video by Carol Lawson, who I think is the women's head basketball coach at the University of Duke, Duke University. And uh, in the video, she was talking about how humanity, people, were all wanting it easier. It'll be easier when I graduate high school. It'll be easier when I get an education. It'll be easier when I get a promotion. It'll be easier when I'm married. It'll be easier when I get the new guy. It'll be easier when. And she was talking about this, and she said, it's not going to get easier. 
She says what we need to learn and what we need to do is stop being passive, waiting for it to get easier. We need to learn how to do hard better. We need to learn how to do what is hard better. I love that because when you think about harvesting what you plant and and, and therefore you plant intentionally, it's easy in our human nature to want to just wait until things are easier. So we get passive about planting. We get permissive about things in our lives that shouldn't be there. They're not healthy. They're not good. And I love that Kara challenged us to do hard better. Leaders, we need to figure this out. How do we do hard better when it comes to growing our future? You know, if you don't like what's going on right now in your life, you might ought to look at what kind of seeds are you sowing? What is it you're planting in your life? You know, I find that when I am planting grumbling and complaining, when I'm planting a negative outlook and a negative attitude, that it's not long before I start harvesting that. Like my whole environment becomes toxic and I can't afford that. You can't afford that either. And so if we don't like what we're currently harvesting, then we need to pay attention to what we're planting. And don't point the finger at anyone else. Go look in the mirror and say, what is that person in the mirror planting in its attitude, in its values, in its habits, in its work ethic, in its decision-making matrix and decision-making skills and the actual decisions that you're making? You will harvest what you plant. The Bible talks about that, and it says you will reap what you sow. So make sure you're sowing good things, kind words, positive attitude, strong work ethic, healthy energy management, wise priority management. Make sure you've got the kind of systems and on-ramps in your organization, your ministry, your business that give every employee, every volunteer, every person that is connected to your influence a chance to succeed. And make sure that you're not just using them for labor or using them to accomplish the corporate mission or purpose. Make sure that you are actually investing in these people in a way that their lives are also elevated. You will harvest what you plant. So plant intentionally. Plant good habits. Plant good values. Plant good work. Plant good decisions. You get to decide. Years ago, I was, um, it was the mid-90s, mid to late 90s, I was working at a local church and I was, um, part of my job was the grounds crew. And so I was involved with cutting grass and planting flowers and dealing with the irrigation. It was a rather, rather large property, very large property. And what I noticed is that when it came springtime, we actually had a greenhouse and we would go to a local flower farm and we would buy these very small seedlings of flowers in these very small um, um, planting containers. And we would bring them to our greenhouse and then we would monitor and control temperature. We would monitor and control moisture. We would monitor and control fertilization. We would monitor and control those things. And the goal was to grow the plants to a certain health, a certain size in a controlled environment to get them to a certain strength that when we planted them in an uncontrolled environment, they could succeed. And friends, this is about planting what you want to harvest. And you need to have 
a healthy greenhouse. Manage the manageables, control the controllables without being a micromanaging leader, control the controllables. So what is your greenhouse? What, what is it your greenhouse is growing? What good habits are you investing? What good values are you investing? What good work, good decisions are you putting in your greenhouse? You know, a new habit, a new value is like a small flower seedling. You need to protect it. You need to make sure you're giving it the right amount of attention so that it can grow and it can flourish. So a habit, which you're having to do uh, on purpose or intentionally, you can do it long enough where you start doing it intuitively. We need to move things from the place of intentionality to the place of intuitiveness. This isn't about trying to be something you're not. This is about recognizing I have strengths and I have weaknesses. And within those strengths and weaknesses, I'm going to harvest what I plant. And so I want to plant generosity. I want to plant humility. I want to plant kindness. I want to plant loyalty. I want to plant devotion. I want to plant protection and safety and connection. I want to plant good values, good habits, good work ethics, good decisions. And so you got to protect your environment and plant intentionally. Now, let me share with you just a few ideas about planting intentionally. Number one, be less reactive. Be less reactive and be more proactive. I like to simply ask myself this question, what can I do today that is proactive? What will I do today to take, a, to take initiative, to be intentional, to be proactive, and to move forward? I know that in every day as a leader, there are times where you do have to be reactive. Things pop up that are suddenly and kind of come out of nowhere, and you need to respond and you need to react. But also think thoughtfully about where can I be proactive. And proactiveness is about what you want to plant. Reactive is about recognizing somebody threw seeds in your greenhouse, and they may not be the kind of seeds you want. And so you've got to react to that, and you've got to find a way to minimize that and, 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 and diminish and reduce the effectiveness of those seeds that have been thrown into your space. Be less reactive. Have more self-management. You're in charge of you, not anybody else. You get to determine your attitude. You get to determine your outlook. You get to determine your priorities. You get to determine your energy. You get to determine those things as a leader that are most important to you. You get to determine how you're going to serve your boss. You get to determine how you're going to serve your co coworkers. You get to determine the best you that is going to show up every day. Now, life happens, loved ones get sick, loved ones pass away, jobs aren't coming through, we're not meeting the bottom line, the project's behind schedule. Yeah, we lose clients, we lose sales. Yep, all that stuff happens. But you can still bring, even in those places, the best you possible to those environments. Manage yourself well. Also, live with awareness, number three. You need to be aware of what's being planted backbiting, dissension, low morale, uh, what's going on. You know, we had a staff luncheon the other day to honor National Bosses Day, and it was a great moment for me to get a sense of what is the morale of the room. And there was a lot of laughing and uh, small groups talking to each other. There's a lot of chatter and just honest conversation. There was a lot of conversation that had nothing to do with our organization. It was just about people sharing their lives together. And it felt good and it felt engaging and connecting and lighthearted. 
that's a place where I'm growing aware of what's happening in our environment. So find ways to grow in your awareness. Also recognize that dialogue with your team is a great way to plant intentionally. Be purposeful about maybe a cultural glossary, defining terms, training your team, role modeling what you want, practicing and doing uh, practice exercises and doing the kind of um, work through things that give everyone a chance to learn by doing something hands-on. Dialogue with your team. Interact with your team. Define these ideas for your team. And also, consider when you want to plant intentionally that you need to get outside training. Maybe there are people who have a skill and an expertise in an area that you and I don't. Let's invite them in. Come, share your gift with us. Invest in us. And if you do that, I just want to make a caveat point. If you do that, it's important for you then to follow up with that training for multiple weeks or multiple meetings to massage that in. How many of us have been to a training and we have the workbook and we have the app and we have the notes and we have the MP3s and we have all the stuff, we have the t-shirt, we have the stickers, but we're not actually doing what the training taught us to do. So make sure you're following through well. There are three tables that I would really encourage you to to sit at when you think about less reactive, self-management, awareness, dialogue, getting outside training. The first table is the round table. And the round table is like the knights of the round table. It's about wisdom. It's about gaining wisdom, collective wisdom, everybody contributing a piece to the wisdom conversation. Then there's the dinner table. This is where we feed each other. We encourage each other. We affirm each other. We challenge each other. We share our lives together. So where the round table is about wisdom, the dinner table is about feeding And then you have the coffee table. The coffee table sits in your living room and it's rarely used except to maybe hold some mail or hold some stuff, some coasters, some drinks, a coffee when guests come over. It's a place where you put a book that's lovely to look at. And maybe it's even where you prop your feet when you're watching your favorite show. But the coffee table is about your persona. It's that place that is sort of out in the public where everybody can see it. And the coffee table is about what is the persona that you are putting out there because you're going to harvest what you plant. So plant intentionally. Plant good habits, good values, good work, and good decisions. You get to decide. And when you're at the round table, and when you're at the dinner table, and when you have the coffee table, the place of wisdom, the place of nutrition and growth, and the place of sharing your life, the place of persona, who you really are, how you're carrying yourself, those tables are places where you get to collectively figure out what's working and what's not working. What do we say yes to? What do we say no to? You know, when I was in the greenhouse in those late 90s, we had certain flowers that were really flourishing, and then we had others that were not growing as quickly, so it required us to examine, turn on the moisture system, are they getting enough water? Check the soil, check the pH, is there some kind of fertilizer it needs? And what we realized is that if this flower seedling is getting everything that the flower two or three feet over is getting, but the flower to the two or three feet is growing and this one is not, then sometimes the seeds are bad. Sometimes they're just not as good as others. And I'm not saying people are bad. I'm saying sometimes seeds have limitations in knowing what those limitations are, that the greenhouse helps the seed reach its potential. Some seeds were great. Some seeds were not as good as others, but we wanted to help every seed reach its potential. And so I want what you, har- what you plant to help you reap the, reap the potential 
of your harvest. Just begin to dream about what does it look like for your leadership to be stronger, to be more assertive, to be more confident. What does it look like for your leadership to manage its energy better, its priorities better? What does it look like for in leadership for you to lean back, receive, receive wisdom, receive love, contemplate, reflect, have moments of silence, and then lean forward in activity, productivity, engagement, ideas sharing, leading, being present, talking, making decisions, moving forward. Friends, this is an awesome opportunity for us in this hour to grow your future. You can grow the future of your leadership by the kind of things you're going to plant today. So as Dave Ramsey says, plant intentionally, plant good habits, good values, good work, and good decisions. You get to decide. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody, to episode 179 of our little podcast here to help us uh, overcome life's everyday challenges as we lead together. I so appreciate you listening. Please consider sharing this with a friend. Can't wait to talk to you again next week. Everybody stay healthy and stay hopeful, and I'll talk to you then.